Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the BHN Podcast. I'm your host, Deathmatch Meltzer, <laughs> Raven St. John. Uh, at least the host for this episode. We'll, we'll alternate, you know. I'm joined by uh, your favorite uh, WWE fan boy, Hunter Craft. Wow. And the guy with the worst internet around, Nick Season. Look, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. We are on attempt number three or four. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go with it. So today, as an introduction to the VHN podcast, uh, we will be talking about our top ten favorite wrestlers. This yes. is just a little introduction because after this, we're gonna review shows. We're gonna review wrestling figures. We're gonna talk about anything wrestling related, games, figures, uh, snacks. Ice cream bars, who knows? If it is wrestling related, oh yeah, snap into a Slim Jim Elizabeth. (laughs) If it is wrestling related, we're going to talk about pop culture. We will take it down and we will discuss it to a T. We will break it down, Degeneration X style. Yes. So who wants to start with their number ten favorite wrestler? I mean, since I did it in like the. We tried this. I'll go first. Um, okay. Those my didn't number happen, 10 is a little low on some people. It might be a little low, but I know, like, I really appreciate this guy's work, and it's uh, John Cena. Um, See, it's weird with me with John Cena because uh, when I was younger, everyone loved John Cena as a kid, right? Especially in my generation. Except for Braden. Yes. Except for As Braden. we discussed, I've been um, a mark since He's I was a smart who. Yeah, he came out of the womb, yeah. Mark. Yes, um, I like I basic economics so, and the rest. Except his U.S. title yeah. run. That was awesome. I'm going to... Right. Oh, um, crap. I've dropped it. So, basically, what... I, I loved Cena as a kid, but when I turned about 11 or 12, you know, I turned into a Mark, and uh, John Cena was trash then. Um, but honestly, till about, like, from starting about 2016 is when I really appreciated John Cena, like when he was feuding with AJ and stuff. And then looking back at the open challenge stuff he did with the U.S. title in 2015, like, dude, this guy knows how to work, man. He knows how to work the audience. He knows how to work a match. He knows how to get people over when he wants to. So I really do think John Cena is one of the greatest of all time. And uh, if I had to say a favorite John Cena moment, because uh, we are going to talk about our favorite moment and our favorite match from those mm-hmm. people. Um, I will say that my favorite moment probably, um, let's see, there's so it's hard. Um, yeah, there's so many moments with John Cena. Honestly, it's when he picked Daniel Bryan to face him at SummerSlam 2013 for the Honestly, title. I thought you were going to uh, say bologna fudge and mustard. Oh, my God. I- I'm going to um, uh, make a cup of coffee. That's a hint to my number 10. I didn't yeah, say my match though. We got. Uh, yeah, do, I'm right. just saying that's a hint. So my match is. Yeah. <laughs> my He's match, that low on your list. John Cena. My favorite match is John Cena versus AJ Styles at SummerSlam 2016. You're a mark. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really was expecting like John Cena versus JBL. <laughs> that was a great match, man. We're gonna, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna have to review Judgment Day 2005 because that should, that whole yeah. show was good. Well, we are gonna do our favorite pay per views, so yeah, you, yeah. you can put that yeah. on your yeah. list. So, um, who's gonna go next? The third member. Jesus, the Keurig sound like crap. It sounds like Diesel. 
which makes him Matt Strucker. <laughs> All right, I'll go. I'll go with mine next. Okay, go with yours. My number ten is Macho Man Randy Savage. Ooh, okay, decent. Pick. Now, my favorite moment for Macho Man Randy Savage is when he and Miss Elizabeth reunited at WrestleMania Seven. Or that was, that was Or when the Mega Powers imploded and he was jealous over Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I'm also now, a, fan, that, that I'm also a really big fan good. of when he got bit by uh <laughs> by, by the Cobra. By the yes, Cobra. You gotta love that. You gotta now Macho Man, man. he's he's uh I, I guess Macho Man would uh have to be in all of our hearts because we we quote him all the time. I still can't believe he's number ten on your list. He's number much ten higher on mine. Oh, he's higher on yeah, yours. Yeah, I figured he'd be a little higher. No, nah, Macho Man's my number ten. My my favorite match for Macho Man Randy Savage obviously is him and Ricky Steamboat WrestleMania three. Matt, and you call me a monster. dude. Um, name a name a better <laughs> match. Here's Macho Man on your list, so we'll have to wait. Well, well, no, listen, Macho, Macho Man, Man versus Crush. No. <laughs> WrestleMania ten. <laughs> Kidding, kidding, kidding. <laughs> Macho Man, Macho Man had a good match with Hulk. Um, Macho Man had some classics with DDP in '97. It is, um, yeah. Oh did. my god, those matches were. <laughs> those great. matches are so underrated. Being uh, DDP, I will be talking about Macho those Man, matches right? very, very momentarily. Oh yeah, because so, <laughs> DDP. You know, the- the thing with me with Macho Man is, you know, back in the eighties, the guys wasn't known to be workhorses, right? Definitely. But in that era, Macho Man was the workhorse, if you think about it. Because like Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan was more like brother. But um, yeah, he was more charismatic. He was more and, charismatic. You know, he he wasn't the worker that he, he was. He wasn't the, room, the worker he that work he was crowd, in WCW. Though. Right, right. Or even late 2000s, well, early 2000s yeah. run in WWF, you know. Um, but, like, here's the thing, though. Hulk, he worked the crowd, but Macho Man could work in the ring and the crowd. There's a difference, in my opinion. Um, like, Ultimate Warrior, he could work the crowd, but he could not work in the <laughs> he ring. He worked a promo, too. Um, no, well, yeah. I mean, some of his promos were garbage. And talking about but, promos, um, Macho Man ranked savage. That oh, was his career. God. Macho yeah. Man, man. Yeah, Macho Man's promos are legendary. All the commercials. They're honestly more legendary than Hogan's because you don't hear people quoting Hulk Hogan promos that much. I mean, I the mean, only thing you, you hear brother, from Hulk Hogan it. is, Dude, Mean Gene, yeah. brother. I mean, but Macho Man, you quoted the Hulk Macho promo. Man, you got Elizabeth, Cream of the Crop, yeah. Slim Jims. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I, I I definitely see why he's better than Hulk Hogan for sure, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, let's let Braden do his all number right, two now. Are you guys ready for the markiest list of all time? <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, I'm ready. <laughs> we need to play some so, jokes up first. Number ten, it's me. It's me. It's DDP. I thought you were going to say yourself. P the P. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I'm higher. He's a mark for uh, himself. Uh, I'm a huge DDP fan. I I don't know why I just am. Big DDP fan. He's uh. I don't blame you. Touch my, he's touch my soul. You know. I mean, as a kid, 
You know, uh, I, I love WCW and all its crappiness. You know, uh, <laughs> I even love. I even go back and watch WCW from 2000 for enjoyment. Oh, no. and, you know, I love the crappy hardcore division, and I love all that. I just, I, I love the crappiness, the wackiness of WCW. And one of the stars, the biggest homegrown star, I believe. No, it's not Goldberg. It's DDP because yes, Goldberg may be a bigger star than uh, DDP. But he but he's not better. Wrestler, he definitely could not work know. like DDP did. Uh, oh no! As we all know, uh, Goldberg is one of the worst wrestlers to ever walk planet Earth. Um, <laughs> uh, he's one of the reasons Undertaker ha- is probably retiring early. That's probably. The <laughs> Um, and he is, he is the reason Bret Hart retired, which I will never forgive him for that. Um, <laughs> but anyways, it's not a Goldberg rant. Uh, DDP, DDP didn't start wrestling until he's 35, which is kind of insane, insane. because like most wrestlers. And he's still making appearances today, which is crazy. Yes, he is. He's, I love DDP, man. He's the diamond cutter. Is better than the RKO. Change my mind. Um, I'm with you on that one. The Diamond Cutter is amazing. Like some of the things he did was awesome. Now, yes, the the RKO was really cool when uh, it's hit on guys like flying through the air. But Evan Bourne, <laughs> Andrade. On, my favorite RKO of all time is Andrade from Royal Rumble 2018. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, my favorite DDP match. Oh, uh, gosh. Man, there's so many. Choose- That's a hard one. Hard one. Uh, it's between. Hmm. Oh, man. He had you a great one. You could honestly put any of his matches with Macho Man from 97. Any Those of his matches. Match- Spring, Spring Stampede 97. Halloween Havoc 97. Spring Stampede, Halloween Havoc. Any of his matches with Macho. Uh, then you have his match with uh, Raven and. Uh, Redacted in a uh, triple threat hardcore match. Um, for, for those kids that don't know who redacted it, that is Chris Benoit. Who? Um, who? Then uh, you have him and Brett, which I think is great. And honestly, even though you went on a Goldberg tangent, his match with Goldberg at Halloween Havoc 98 was not bad at all. It's Goldberg's best match ever. Honestly. Goldberg's best match ever. Um, DDP carried him to an amazing match. Uh, he did. So yeah, I think if I had to pick one DDP, I I know if I went back and watched DDP versus Brett, it probably wouldn't be as good as my memory remembers. But I remember that was what like World War Three ninety nine, and I just I man I I remember the opening match was like Glacier. I don't know who we were. And I rewound that VHS so much, and I loved watching DDP versus Bret Hart. So. uh I'm gonna put DDP versus Bret Hart as my favorite match. My favorite moment is when he uh, he uh, did a little twist and uh, pretended to join the NWO. Yes, I was around. actually hoping you would talk about that moment because that moment was incredible, dude. Yeah, uh, DDP was you know on top of the world. He was like the uh, you know he was kind of the stone cold of WCW at the time. You know? He was the heart and soul of WCW. And, uh, he he teased joining the New World Order, put the shirt on. Scott Hall shook his hand, went turned around. DDP pulled him back and hit an amazing diamond cutter. And you know, you know, a lot of people say that Sting was the heart and soul of WCW. The DDP, DDP was. was. I'm not the biggest fan of Sting. 
but I respect him for what he's done, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I respect him. Whereas for people like Hulk Hogan, I just don't, I don't care. I don't care what you <laughs> did, dude. I don't like you. <laughs> oh, good. But yes, that's, I guess that's my, uh, that's my number 10. Excuse me. Okay. Um, so I'll go with my number nine. And my number nine is actually going to be Randy Orton. Okay. So, Randy Orton is uh, kind of an interesting topic around the internet fans, right? Yeah, yeah. Some people Randy Orton's really head blood. love Randy Orton, and some Randy people Orton's really dislike Randy Orton. Randy Orton's head blood. <laughs> I will keep that saying it until incredible. you guys... <laughs> Until you... 2016, when he busted him open, when people didn't no, know if it worked or not. You know, Randy Orton's head blood is nothing compared to Nigel McGuinness's head blood. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> that match gets overshadowed by him getting busted open, but him and Brock actually had a decent it match. Was, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> it, was, it was decent, but... But, like, Honestly, Randy Orton, he is the best. He's one of the most rounded workers in the in WWE today. He can work in the ring when he's motivated, and he can work the crowd, whether it's babyface or a heel. But he's way better as a heel, that's for sure. Um, way better as a heel. Oh yeah, I've grown to. Randy slept on. Randy's definitely slept on uh on people's list definitely. because I honestly I think Randy's one of the greatest wrestlers of all I time. Do too. Well, we discussed we discussed one time just talking, not even in the podcast, obviously because it's the first episode. But we discussed our uh, top ten wrestlers of the decade, and uh, he was number one on mine because yeah. he is he's just mm-hmm. I believe in twenty years he will be looked at as like a sting. Or, you know, an undertaker, someone that truly impacted this business. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe he's not as nice of a guy as Sting and Taker, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. You know. But I do think that he is kind of calming down as he's getting older and he's looked at as a locker room yes. leader now. Yeah, he's not pooping <laughs> in as many bags. You know, he's. Yeah. He's not freezing as many turds. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but my favorite Randy Orton moment um, would pos- probably have to be when he uh, did the um, when he uh, gosh, there's so many good Randy Orton moments. You could talk about when he punted Mr. McMahon, uh, or when, when he he, uh, he, kissed when he sexually when assaulted Stephanie. Oh my god! <laughs> I already know my favorite uh, Randy Orton moment. And- I do too. I think Honestly, I don't. His, his heel run in the last six months has been incredible. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, we all know the greatest Randy Orton match, though. But um, my favorite Randy Orton match. against Bray Wyatt. Um, <laughs> Stop. Man. Get out of here. Greatest backlash no, uh, don't you mean match of all time. Darn it. Well, it was it that? Payback 2017. I don't watch Yeah, I don't watch it either. <laughs> But my favorite Randy Orton match is him versus Cactus Jack at Backlash 2004. That match oh, was incredible. Great Mark. storytelling, and Mick Mark. made Randy Orton look like a million bucks in that match. He really did. Actually, Randy Orton made Mick look like a million <laughs> well, bucks. Mick, Mick, Mick could still work then, and I feel like they had a killer match, and it was great. Just like Edge carried him at WrestleMania, but... 
that I, I Randy Orton versus Cactus was better than Foley and Edge. Don't at me. Um, no, <laughs> nah. Everybody remembers nah. that match just nah. for the fire. Spot. The only moment, here. the only moment that I can remember from the backlash match is Randy Orton ah! in the tax. I remember them going through the chicken, <laughs> chicken and then, poop at the bottom. And then you fast forward to WrestleMania 22. You got Foley with the barbed wire around his waist, Edge spearing him through the table yeah, and I freaking out. That. Well, that all right, I, all right, they were both good. I'll give you that. So, uh, you know, WrestleMania 22 is a very underrated. It really show. is. I would agree. Obviously, Boogeyman versus Booker T was the best match of the card. Um. But that's for another time. That's for another that time. Was... Brayden, go on with your number nine. <laughs> okay. Uh, my number nine, because I'm a smart, is uh, going to... I have two Japanese wrestlers oh I want to give this spot to. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I, have I to swear to Jesus, if you say Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> no, 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 no. Shinsuke would maybe be my, like, okay, top 15 fair. or 20, but... uh. I am uh, tossing between Hayabusa and the great Sasuke. Mm -hmm. I think... If it was me, I'd give the edge to I think Hayabusa... I believe Hayabusa has impacted wrestling a little more, but Sasuke definitely... I have more of a personal connection with Sasuke because he was one of the first Japanese wrestlers I ever watched because as a kid, I watched uh, Barely Legal 97. His match there was great. And then uh, when I was like nine, I mean, or 10, dude, he was in he was at the, the Canadian uh, Stampede against Taka Michinoku. So Canadian Stampede, uh, I mean, his matches with uh, I saw his matches in Michinoku Pro when I was young, and I loved them when he hit the uh, Spider German Suplex off the top rope. That was oh beautiful. But Hayabusa is one of the greatest wrestlers that's ever lived. Oh lord, um, he's. Amazing. So I think I'm going to give the slight edge okay. to Hayabusa. The very slightest edge. He was such an innovator. So Hayabusa, Hayabusa is so innovative. His moon, his acai moonsaults are some of the most beautiful moonsaults ever. Um, gosh, if I were to pick a favorite Hayabusa match, uh, him and uh, him and Jinsei Senzaki. Against uh, Van Damme okay. and Sabu was really good. Uh, him, him and Kinemura had a great match. Him and Onita was bloody. Um, I'm probably going to go with him and Kinemura from FMW okay. as my favorite mm-hmm. match. Uh, favorite Hayabusa moment? Man, I don't really have a favorite like singular moment that I can think of, honestly. Okay. So, uh, I guess we're going to let Nick go on with his number nine now. My number yeah. nine is Edge. Okay. All right. I would figure he'd be higher on your list, but okay. Nah, I'll put Edge here. Um, I, Obviously, Edge has done so much to the business. Obviously. Yeah, for sure. With his with his heel run. But I like I like his tag run with Edge and Christian. Though. Oh, yeah. And um, my favorite Edge moment would have to be uh, WrestleMania 17. Okay. I know where this is going. Um, do you? Yeah. It's obviously Edge, when he speared Jeff Hardy off the ladder. Edge off, spearing Jeff Hardy off, a, the, off the ladder. <laughs> and my favorite Edge match 
Y'all are going. I don't know if y'all are going to agree with me, but it's it's actually TLC, him and John Cena okay. at Unforgiven. It's a great match at Unforgiven 2006. Okay. That was a good match. See, Edge had great gear that night, and he was in Toronto, and he lost to John Cena. Yeah, like he was the baby face in Toronto. Um, and he lost. And he lost. <laughs> hey, have you got the memo? <laughs> Everyone that loses in their hometown, okay? Um, definitely. Like, um. Poor Dr. Britt Baker. Oh a couple months. Oh, jeez. Britt's So, um, breaking news. Uh, apparently, tonight, for King of the Death matches, there's a rumor. I, I hope it's not true. There's a rumor that the uh, building has no power and it makes it <laughs> so, um, They forgot to pay the power bill. <laughs> that's what my buddy said. People were my crashing source. that that's not going to happen, and it's probably actually not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. Now. But um, continue. sorry. No, nah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but um, which I'll be honest with you, him and Rey Mysterio at the end of elimination. Have you all seen that elimination chamber match? At uh, yes, that's an amazing match. An amazing it's amazing match. for the last eighteen minutes of it. He and Edge put on a clinic in a cage, and they didn't use the cage. Yeah, right. But um, yeah, if that I would to, that would be close for right. me. Right. If I had to pick a favorite Edge match, it would probably one of my favorites is um I don't know if y'all remember it or not, but it was on a Raw Edge versus Randy Orton at uh. No, 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 that was a good match too. That was a good match. Um, um, that match was. I haven't seen their. I haven't seen their greatest match. It was a good match. Time, but their last man, heavily edited. Their though. last man standing match. Um, was, their last man standing match was painful. Yeah, it was disappointing. It, it was. Um, but my favorite match was from a Raw. I think it was 2006. Uh, it was Edge versus Ric Flair for the WWE Championship in TLC. I, I knew you it were going to say that. It was actually, a really good I knew match. Say that. Ric Flair worked, was killing it out there, and him and Edge just put on a good match. But if I had to pick. Another match, I don't know if, like, I guess for his tag run that Nick was talking about, it would obviously be him and Christian versus the Dudleys versus the Hardys at WrestleMania 17. That match was absolutely insane. I think that they're, the, the TLC match at um, SummerSlam 2000 was yeah, great. Yeah, it was. I thought their match in SummerSlam was a better mm-hmm. match. Mm-hmm. But WrestleMania was just so more spectacle. WrestleMania, WrestleMania had more moments, right? Because I mean, than, yes, came way out, more moments. SummerSlam, Lita came out. You know, the spear um, off the honestly, ladder. one of my favorite, one of my favorite Edge singles matches is uh, Edge and Matt Hardy in a cage from Raw, or was I that? Think that was no, it was a ladder match. match. I think the I think the cage Unforgiven match was, was a cage given. match. Okay, yeah, the Raw one was a ladder yeah. match. Okay. The loser, loser, loser. loser I, Raw. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we talk about how Matt uh, Matt Hardy says raw? <laughs> no. I gotta I gotta thank the general manager for letting me come back to rule. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> have you ever heard him say no, that? No, I have not. I'm sen- I'm sending y'all that promo after okay. this. So I guess I'll go on with my uh number number eight. My number eight's gonna number be eight. Brock Lesnar. Okay. So all right. All right um we obviously all know all the hate that Brock gets, right? Because he doesn't yeah. show up all the time. And here's my thing. He doesn't need to show up all the time. He's a draw. 
he's the most credible thing that they got as a star in that company because WWE but, does not know how to make stars anymore. But the worst decisions ever is to put any belt. Yeah, on I don't Rock. think he needs. He doesn't need a belt to be a draw, in my opinion. But if he has the belt, we don't see the exactly. belt for and a year at a time. I don't like that. But the way he works is incredible. Brock, but the build, the build to Brock losing the belt every time is always good. Wait. Him and Roman at SummerSlam. Him and uh, him and Rollins at WrestleMania. It wasn't was great. It was not, especially because it but, opened the show. Um, Rollins won the Universal belt at SummerSlam yeah, too, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. That one was better in WrestleMania. Um, honestly, but like the way he works, and you can tell when he's motivated to get a guy over. I mean, look at the build. McIntyre. I mean, he he sold for Drew like crazy. Um, Samoa, Samoa Joe. Joe back in 2017. Um, him yep. he sold for Keith Lee in the Rumble this year. Like you could tell when he sees something in a guy. Um. Yeah, honestly, my favorite Brock moment would have to be when he returned in 2012 after the night after Mania 28. Oh my God, that the was crowd so cool. was deafening for that moment when he came out, and that's when we first got to see the Brock Lesnar yeah, guy. Right, right. He's the internet meme sensation. Um, wait, have you guys seen where the 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 smiley face guy is actually like a jerk, and he doesn't wear deodorant? <laughs> Ain't that most wrestling fans? They don't wear deodorant. That's what people say about the uh, the green smiley face shirt guy. <laughs> they said that he doesn't wear Jeez. deodorant. We love how we get sidetracked, don't we? Uh, it, 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 <laughs> yes, it makes we the do. podcast great. Um, but my favorite Brock Lesnar match. Ooh, that's tough because you could honestly pick a lot from the from like his first run and even his run now. <laughs> But my favorite match is going to be a toss-up between two. It's either him and Kurt in the 60-minute Iron Man match on SmackDown. That's one of the best televised matches that WWE's ever produced on the television. Yeah. Or I would put his amazing match against Daniel Bryan at Survivor Series 2018. We thought Daniel Bryan was going to get squashed, but Daniel Wait a minute! Wait a minute! What? Did you say John Cena's best match was with AJ Styles at SummerSlam? Dude. (laughs) I'm going to say it because John Cena's on my list. I'm going to say my favorite match. (laughs) You're going to pick him together from Royal Rumble 2007. That was a great match, but it's not his best. That was an amazing match. Do y'all think that his match with Daniel Bryan is one of Brock's best matches ever? It really is. I mean, it was yeah. great. His match with AJ at Survivor Series the year before was awesome. His match with Cena I was always a fan of his first match. Yeah, I was, was always incredible. a fan of that match. But the bad thing is Cena no sold that. Yeah, you're right. He should have sold it. Cena, Cena got up and cut a promo and basically said that he was fine wow. after taking a yeah. Beating. That shouldn't have happened. His matches with Triple H, both at WrestleMania and Extreme Rules, was great. Um, SummerSlam, man. We don't talk about that. I think I like the cage match. I think that's my my favorite Brock Triple H saga match. Right. But, yeah, uh, I would have to go with either the 60-minute Iron Man match with Kurt or his match with Daniel Bryan at Survivor Series. So, uh, 
His match with Carter WrestleMania oh, was yeah. good. Before he died. Everybody remembers the bots more than the incredible Matt Clinic match they put on, but you know, whatever. But people remember Brock being hurt, but Kurt wrestled with a broken exactly. neck. Yeah, Kurt wrestled with a broken neck. And we need to review that show because that show is absolutely incredible. That is my favorite WrestleMania. That's my favorite WrestleMania. That's yeah. one of my favorite WrestleManias of all time. Yeah, I'd have to agree. A lot of people say WrestleMania X7. <laughs> X7 is like in my top five. But, but 19 is incredible. Four. But we'll talk. Because, because uh, I believe I believe Austin and Rock's best match was in 19. I definitely agree. I rank, I I would rank WrestleMania 31, 19, and WrestleMania 7 before. No, WrestleMania 8, not 7. Excuse me. WrestleMania 8 before I would X7, honestly. WrestleMania 33 was a really good yeah. show. I didn't like it that much. You didn't? I mean, I'll have to go back and rewatch it, but I was not a huge fan. The best match on the card was uh, Dean Ambrose versus oh, Baron Corbin stop. on the pre-show. Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you stop? <laughs> All right, so we're going to let Braden go on with his number eight now. All right, Braden. Okay. Uh, did one of you guys say something? No. Because, no. Uh, hey, there's nothing you can say. Oh, Jesus nothing Christ. Take Jesus Christ. Now Jesus it's Christ. It's going to take what's mine. I hear voices. Yeah, dude. No. That no. sounds better. That song's bad. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Number eight. Brayden, Brayden, if you pick a Randy Orton match from 2007 under, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> <laughs> Are eight. I know it is. Number eight is Randall Keith Orton. Okay. Randall. I mean, from he, Monsters, Inc. Oh, <laughs> Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Uh... <laughs> I mean, like we like we discussed, Randy Orton is just gonna go down as a as a legend because he has been in this business for so long. He's put on so many clinics. Um, he's a great technical worker. He just understands psychology. Um, my favorite Randy Orton moment is one that sticks out in my mind is when he uh. Suck screwdriver in uh, Jeff Hardy's ear. Oh, just because yeah, it's so gross. Oh, yeah. That was gross. It shocked and so many favorite, people. It really did. My favorite Randy Orton match is from SummerSlam 2011. Ooh. Him versus uh, Christian? Christian in the uh, No DQ. Oh, my God, dude. The Bart. finish to that match. I always love that. Didn't he finish. get RKO'd on the steps or something? Yeah. Christian did a springboard, like, Crossbody and got RKO'd on the steps. That whole feud was actually really good. Him and Christian, yeah, it was incredible. We might talk about Christian later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I rank Christian higher than yeah, Edge. I do too. Oh, we'll get wow, there. we'll get there. He's on your top ten. Yeah, Christian. Christian will be on my oh, top yeah. ten. Wow. Yeah, oh. but we'll get there. Well, go ahead, Nick. Um. So I guess we'll let Nick talk about his number eight, you know. And my number eight's actually Christian. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. My favorite Christian moment actually has to be the whole feud between him and Jericho. Ah, that was over good Trish one. Stratus. That was a good one. Back in like two thousand four. Trish Stratus. Yeah. Oh, Trish Stratus is on Jericho's side, and then she just. Like, Kicks him in the nuts, and then she's like, I'm Christian's baby now. But 
that that match at WrestleMania twenty. WrestleMania twenty, dude. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's a good show too. You had Edge and Christian. Um, you had Triple H versus Shawn Michaels in the main event, <laughs> where uh, Vacant holds up the world title. With Eddie Guerrero <laughs> and Eddie Guerrero versus Kurt Angle. Yeah, Kane versus the Undertaker. Oh, yeah. John Cena Big Show opened the show. The Cruiserweight Championship oh, match, God. and you had a uh, you had uh, get every tag team on the show TNA style. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and Christian's run in WWE TNA and WWE again were all three good runs. They you start with WWE, Edge and Christian, CW, man. He really did make and, that um, brand decent, actually. He did. Like towards the end, he was a good ECW champion, opinion, but he, he was the penultimate ECW World Heavyweight Champion. Mm-hmm. And I think I think if uh, they would have let Christian go over John Cena, which John Cena law, um, if they would have let him go over John Cena and win the WWE Championship, Christian would have. Well, Christian wouldn't have left, and one thing. And Christian would have made that title actually decent. Yeah, but here's the thing. Do you think Christian would have been more remembered if he never would have went to TNA, though? If he won the world title, yeah, definitely. Okay. Because they would have done big things with Christian. His TNA run was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Christian made that brand really good. It made them actual competition, in my opinion. Um, Christian? Wait. Yeah, Christian was the first uh, big WWE. Sign. Really, it was before Kurt Angle was Christian. Before Kurt Angle, I always saw Kurt came before nope. Christian. Christian but Kurt came, came in like two thousand five. So yeah. yeah, so I guess we'll I'll go on my um, wait my my Christian. Oh match. yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> my Christian. I thought match. you said it was him and Jericho, <laughs> but you was just talking about it. I'm sorry. No, nah, I was just talking about it. But my favorite match. Actually, it's it's what Braden said. Christian and Randy Orton, SummerSlam 2011. Okay, okay. So just for the finish. Okay, you're right. The finish. Right. That I do remember that RKO into the step. Mm-hmm. It was sick. My number right. seven would probably have to be. I'm gonna go with Triple H. Number seven. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go with number seven, Triple H. What are you on, Hunter? <laughs> you're, you're right. You're right. Triple H should be a little higher. Let me let me redact that. Let's <laughs> let's forget that ever happened. Let's Chris Benoit that fact. Um, who? <laughs> number. You mean vacant? My, number seven to Stevie me. Richards. Oh my god, <laughs> big number Stevie seven Cool. To me, my favorite wrestler of all time has to be Kevin Steen, Kevin Owens. Really? Yep. The mm. dude brought intensity to the ring. His promos are phenomenal. He left a lot in the ring for Ring of Honor. He really did. He made Ring under, of basically. Honor legitimate. He really did. Him and Nakamura um, was great. Like, I love his Ring of Honor run, especially after he turned heel in 09. Um, and that whole Generico feud happened. Um that dude, like, people can fat shame him all they want. Jim Cornette can say whatever he wants. But Kevin Owens knows how to wrestle. He knows how to work the crowd. He knows how to cut a promo. 
And that's all you need to be a wrestler. I don't think size should matter. I don't care how big you are. I mean, look at Yokozuna. He could work, you know? Like, it doesn't matter. I mean, Yokozuna did super kick Bret Hart at WrestleMania 9. So, So, do you think size Yokozuna could work? Yokozuna could work for two minutes of his match, then immediately gas. But do you think size should matter like Vince McMahon thinks it does? Or used no. to think it is because no. I mean, I know because if size, that universe if size didn't run. matter, if size didn't matter, then Christian would have been the champion. Exactly, exactly. But exactly. I mean, exactly. Kevin Owens is incredible, and his his heel run in NXT, like his whole NXT run, was incredible. That's my too. favorite. That's my favorite moment of his because he's not on my list. Mm-hmm. But if he was on my list, it would be his and Sami Zayn's feud, right? Where they they were best friends, and then just he just turned on him after he won yeah, the title. It was that would awesome. have to be my favorite moment. But my second moment would have to be when he uh, won his job back in 2011 at Final Battle against Steve Carino, and he just he just package pile drives Jimmy Jacobs because he was a referee. And then he's about to package pile drive Jim Cornette, but Generico breaks to the ring. They start fighting, and Kevin gives Generico a package pile driver off the apron through the table. It was always um, it was always like that uh, that package pile driver at the um ladder war. Yes, the one between the ladder. ladder. And that which the thing is that would have to be my favorite match of his. Him and Generico at Final Battle 2012. Ladder War for the Ring of Honor World Title. I thought that was Final Battle 2011. No, him him and Carino was 2011. I always thought that uh, it was cool that the ladder never like broke all the way. Yeah, it, it just, just broke. It, it just place. bent. Yeah. It just bent. Right. That was, I love because that. because they don't use fake ladders like WWE. <laughs> yeah, they do use wood ladders. I just found yeah, that wood, out a I couple don't... months ago, actually. <laughs> really? Yeah. I've known that for years. I've known that since like 2011 because Sin Cara. Sin Cara through the ladder. I was like, wait a minute. That doesn't look like Sin Cara ruined everything. Let's be honest. Um, So I guess we'll let Braden talk about his number seven now. Well, I was going to prepare for this, but I can't find any Keurig. So uh, I'll do it without a cup of coffee. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cream of the crop. Macho Man Randy Savage at my number seven. Okay. Uh, I mean, he's amazing. Right. Like, best promos, amazing in-ring work. I mean, his matches with Bret Hart pre, you know, uh, like, pre-Hitman, like, when he, when Bret Hart was still teaming with the Anvil, and, you know, Saturday Night's main event versus uh, Randy Savage was great. His matches, you know, obviously his match, with uh, Steamboat was great. His match with DDP were great. My personal favorite uh, match was the one he had with Stephanie McMahon. Fourteen-year-old um, <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie McMahon. Wow, he 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 took a curve there, boys. Um, and we're canceled. The show is done. <laughs> nice knowing you. Um, <laughs> we'll see you next. Uh, we'll see you next. My favorite uh, Macho Man match is uh, WrestleMania eight. Him and a him and uh, Ray Flair. I love that story. Okay. I love. Oh yeah, that was a good feud. Elizabeth and um, yeah, that was incredible. Elizabeth and Flair. That was awesome. It was great. All of Macho Man's action figures are good too. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. 
Except his ultimate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a bad choice of attire for it his was. ultimate. I would say if I if I wanted if I wanted the ultimate Macho Man, it would definitely have to be like the Legend Series Five redone. Yeah, with the orange, right? Yeah. So, uh, Nick, you want to go? With oh, and oh, my favorite moment. Macho Man moment. moment. Hold on, my my favorite Macho Man moment. Uh, as I alluded to earlier, was him getting bit by the cobra. Yeah, that was good. Moment. That only scared me when I was little, man. Yeah, it, yeah. Can you imagine you all the scary? kids that scared at ninety two or whenever it happened ninety one. That was it was awesome, dude. I love that whole storyline with him, uh, with Macho Man Jake and Undertaker. That was really that was a good story, man. See, WWF back in the day knew how to tell stories. I love classic wrestling, dude. Like especially like early night, even though it was corny, it was still good stuff. Especially like ninety two. I love 1992 WWF. Um, oh, yeah. It was great. I, you know me. I'm a huge new gen mark. Oh, yeah. Which I was before the new generation, but it was kind yeah, of alluding it was, to it. Was, it. It, was, it was prelude, prelude to generation. it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. All right. So, uh, Nick, what's your number seven? Number seven. <clears throat> the Big Show. Oh, I was not expecting him to be on your list. Really? I'm yeah. intrigued now. I love, 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 love the Big Show. Okay. Because he reminds me of myself. Okay, yeah, because you are a tall individual. Um, um, favorite Big Show moment, man. So many moments uh, from the Big Show. You got where he picks the kid up. <laughs> WrestleMania, baby. Woo! And uh, y- yes. Um, but you got to think, Big Show's paid the way for so many big workers. Oh yeah, Strowman. Right. Strowman definitely shines out as a, a big show of today. Definitely. And my favorite Big Show moment, I don't know if you guys remember. Yeah, you guys remember. Is uh, when he chokeslam Kurt off that off that ledge. Oh, yeah. And Kurt, Kurt was just bleeding. The Smackdown. I remember that. That's my uh, favorite Big Show moment. Okay. And my, what, what, what about... What about when Big Boss Man carried off his dad's cat? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, that's my favorite Big Show movie. Dude, <laughs> did, did you see the bump he took off the casket? Did you see the bump he took off the casket? Like, he flipped in the graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> That's my favorite Big Show moment. That's my favorite I remember Big these moment. things. Oh, that was great. <laughs> that was gold right there. Hey, who come out to see the Big Show cry because his daddy dead? <laughs> because he had the big, like, megaphone on the top of the car. We come out today because the Big Show daddy is crying for his daddy being dead. Oh, that's great. Rest in peace, Big Boss Man. You are. Oh, uh, we met. Uh, big, big Boss, boss Man's man is amazing. Awesome. My favorite Big Show match, Any and I might get WWE ECW title run. Don't ask. I might get heat for this one. Okay. Favorite Big Show match. Hit in the player. The Big Show versus Floyd Mayweather. Ooh, that was actually really good. Actually, I, I love that match. It was really good. I mean, you had a big personality of Floyd Mayweather and the Big Show, and th- that match was definitely, definitely, definitely uh, booked well. It was with um. Floyd Money Mayweather jumping the barricade and punching a Big Show in the nose, yeah. breaking his nose and no way out. The buildup was great. Uh, the big, the weigh in, the Big Show throws Floyd Mayweather out of the ring, 
on a bunch of jobbers. And where uh, was it? Didn't Big Show throw Floyd's money out to the people? I don't know. He might or was have. it? No, that was that way in when everybody when the they were basically lumberjack. Yeah. And, um, Big Show uh, took uh, Floyd's bag because Floyd always carried around a bag of money, and he threw the money out to um to all the wrestlers. Wow. Like Andre, <laughs> WrestleMania Andre one. did with Big John Stud, yeah, WrestleMania. But one. um, yeah, um, Floyd Money Mayweather with the uh the the brass knucks, yep, that knocking out finish. the Big Show, good finish. That's a great match all around. It was. If I had to um, pick a favorite Big Show match, it would be his uh, triple threat match of Vengeance with him, Brock, and Kurt Angle. That was a good. Match. That that match was incredible. It was a close so second. A close second for me is um. Big Show versus JBL at um, No Way Out 2005. Oh, the, the barbed wire Yep. That was a good finish to that, too. JBL climbing from un- from getting choke slammed through the ring, mm-hmm. under the ring. They slip. always, always came up with a great finish for Especially any, for JBL, any, yeah. Any JBL match. Yep. I mean, he did a great he was the he was the best cowardly heel champion ever. Except except for him and Cena at WrestleMania two thousand five, because that match is so forgettable. <laughs> it got overshadowed only, by Batista and Triple H. It's only remembered for Cena like diving into the crowd right. holding up the belt. Right, right. Okay, we're already almost an hour in. <laughs> All right, well, some of it has to be edited out. Um sure, sure. Hunter, you go. So for my number six, um, my number six would have to be, oh dang, I'm going to say Tough. Christian. Christian's going to be my number six. Christian. Christian. Have you put Edge on your list yet? Nope. I actually, I'm not too big of an Edge fan. I, I respect. He would be in my top twenty. Hmm. Edge would be in my top twenty. Um, honestly, I don't even know. I don't even know if Edge would be in my top fifty. Really? In your top 50? <laughs> Which is a deathmatch fan, so his top 30 will be like deathmatch wrestlers. Um, But Christian, I mean, we already talked about how amazing Christian is as a worker, mm-hmm. as a personality. He's a workhorse. He is a workhorse. And I might get hate for it, but Christian's a better worker than Edge is. No, Christian is a better worker definitely. than Edge is. Yeah. He really is. Um, I might get hate for that on the Instagram or whatever. I don't care. Eh. I said it. Christian's better than Edge. Um, Edge had more memorable stuff, of course, but Christian was just better. Um, my favorite Christian moment is obviously that feud with Randy Orton. One more match because he he, mm-hmm. he grasp onto that title, and once you grasp onto it and lose it, you just want to be able to have that back. And it was relate, it was real. It was relatable because you know you would do the same thing if you lost the world title and it was your first time and you worked so hard for it and, and then just lost away it away from you. Yeah, not even a week after you won. Exactly. It's it was it was a real it was a good way of telling a story. Um, Honestly, the the best moment from that entire feud is Christian spitting in Randy Orton's face in yeah. his mouth. Ugh. And then Randy getting mad and disqualifying, disqualifying himself, and that's how Christian won the belt won the money belt in the bank. Again. Yeah, um, and then and then Randy Orton's path of destruction after that match, RKO and Christian on the announce table like three or four times, and like you gotta think, and his run in WWE, ECW, like two thousand nine, two thousand ten, that was good stuff. 
Ian Ezekiel Jackson. Right. Him and Tommy Dreamer had some. William Regal. Right. Um, but my favorite Christian match. There was one match on um on a, an episode of Impact. It was Christian, Kurt Christian Angle, Cage. and Rhino. Yeah, Christian Cage versus Kurt Angle versus Rhino. And it took up the whole hour of Impact. That one you know, single match for the title. You know, that's what I call my nephew. I call him Christian Cage. Christian Cage. Mm-hmm. That match was absolutely awesome. But if I had to pick a WWE match, it would obviously it would be him and Jericho at WrestleMania twenty. WrestleMania twenty. Yep. All right. So uh, Braden, what's Braden. Your seven. I thought this was number six. No six. You're right. Yeah, I, number I six. It. I botched it. Sorry. Well, uh, I hope you two. Uh, Hope you two, you know, aren't afraid of heights because uh, get ready to fly. Ooh, AJ Styles. AJ, AJ. AJ Styles in my number six. I mean, mm. uh, do I have to explain why I've been watching AJ no, Styles since I was don't. a child? <laughs> I mean, I remember in my little, I remember being in my Scooby-Doo jammies when I was like five years old watching AJ Styles and Pete Williams on Spike. <laughs> <laughs> There's, oh, a reason, there's a reason AJ Styles was the man that retired Undertaker because he is phenomenal. He oh, is. yeah. Well, AJ, any any match that AJ stepped into, he's tore the house down with someone. Oh, yeah. I've never watched a bad AJ match. He could have a good match with Goldberg. He really could. Honestly. Probably. He probably could. I mean, he's he's incredible on the mic. His stuff in 2007 when he was a little, like, like the little weaselly heel. Oh, it was amazing. I loved uh, his heel run in 2007. His 2007 heel run was amazing. His stuff with Cena was awesome. I always liked uh, the Money in the Bank match. Oh, where him and they, Cena? The, the Gallows and Anderson finish. Yeah, they ran in. Yeah, that was a good match. Honestly, every Cena Styles match was incredible. Obviously, the SummerSlam yeah. one gets the most talked about, but his Royal Rumble match with Cena was great too. The WWE Championship I didn't like the match. Royal Rumble match as much. Dang, it was good though. My favorite AJ moment. I don't know, man. Mine would have to be when he debuted at the Rumble. That was incredible. That was incredible. His no one kept the secret, too. Yeah, no one's seen that coming. No. Everybody thought that Kenny Omega was right. coming yeah, that year. But it was AJ. His return to Ring of Honor was great when he wrestled Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong's um, incredible, by the way. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, when he returned uh, as the little biker AJ Styles to take down. Uh, Aces and Eights, which was very similar to the DDP NWA NWA angle, because he was so so close to joining the group. I mean, he drank with Bully Ray, right? They that did that great. well. Honestly, I love that was just as good as the Sting NWO storyline. You know what? My opinion. favorite, my favorite moment, AJ moment, is from Lockdown 2007. When Kurt Angle sent him flying off the top of the cage. Dear Lord. That was an incredible spot. 
My favorite AJ match is obviously Unbreakable 2005. Ah, uh, him, Samoa Joe, yeah. and Christopher Daniels. And Joe and Daniels. That was that was incredible. Do you know they they did the um they did a rematch of that in like 2009 for like the yeah. world title, didn't they? Yeah, he did. It was really great too. Yeah. Wow. Um. So Nick, I guess you want to go on for your number six. AJ Styles. Hey, <laughs> nice. Hey. Um, I always like the AJ Styles work and uh, TNA. Obviously. Not a big fan, and not a big fan of his WWE run. Really? Yeah, because I mean, the just the but TNA the, run just overshadows it. Yeah, blows it out well, water. I mean, he did. To be fair, he did spend more time in TNA though. Which AJ Styles is older now, but he could still work. Oh yeah. Uh, his match favorite with AJ was really good. Yeah, it was. Actually, his matches with Dean Ambrose was even good in 2016 for the WWE yeah. title, and their triple threat match mm-hmm. at No Mercy was good with him and Cena and Dean or I John Moxley, whatever you want to call him. Um, AJ AJ was the star of Money in the Bank this year. He was. He was. Yeah. I mean, um, and him and Taker stole the show at Mania both nights. Um, my opinion. Um, my favorite AJ Styles moment. Definitely, my my favorite moment has to be from um the um what's the stupid match called? Not stupid, but um, <laughs> Ultimate X. No, the Boneyard match. Oh. Favorite moment is from the Boneyard match because he and Undertaker they they just they beat the tar out of each other. Yeah, like some favorite moment, shoot, man. <laughs> Is um Taker uh, saying he's not going to bury AJ, and then he walks away, and then just turns around big and big boots, boots him in the grave. grave. Yeah, that was great. Well, so that's basically an Undertaker moment, but AJ Styles was there, right? But that's my favorite <laughs> AJ Styles moment. Favorite AJ Styles match would be uh, Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles at Sacrifice 2005, Ooh, the um, Super X Cup tournament, Super where X-Cup um. Was amazing. Yep, uh, Samoa Joe beating AJ Styles to become the uh, number one contender to the X Division Championship. Oh, wow. That was a great match. If you haven't watched it, you guys need to go check it I, out. I definitely uh, It's a fantastic um, match. Mm-hmm. Definitely was. Nice. And, um, okay, go ahead. Uh, AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe versus Christopher Daniels. Oh. Unbreakable 2005. Clinic. That was great. Clinic. Like I said, AJ Styles' work in TNA is his best work. Yeah, yeah nothing, nothing, nothing will beat it. I don't, not even his New Japan stuff. Everybody says his New Japan, New stuff Japan, and Ring of Honor. I just think TNA blows all yeah, I mean, his other work out. Of water. Ring of Honor too, like when he was both doing both TNA and Ring of Honor back in 04 and 05. Yeah, like his match with Punk in the Pure Title Finals was awesome. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there was just so much good stuff that he's done throughout the years in the business. Um, He's one of the best in right. the current generation. That's for darn sure. Um, Hunter, um, let's go to you. Number five. Number five. Me. Um, gosh, this is tough. I'm going to go with uh, Triple H. Number Triple five. H number five. H. And, mm-hmm. uh, like, you know... Honestly, most people now, like, if they're early fans, like, if they're fans younger, they really don't know of Triple H's work 
but dude, Triple H could work. Yeah, if you're watching this podcast, watch um tri- any Triple H McFoley oh, match from 2000. That match, that those matches were absolutely incredible. Triple H versus Cactus Jack and Raw's War. Yeah, when Cactus Jack Cactus's debut, the cage match at SummerSlam was the cage match. Um, but I think we'll talk about Mick Foley later. Um, (laughs) but um, for you, yeah, with me. But anyway, we're talking about Triple H right now. Um, Triple H, he obviously gets a lot of hate from the uh, Reign of Terror, the Reign of Terror in two thousand three and four, right? I mean, he's he he's Eskimo cousins with Randy Savage, so I mean that's nothing. <laughs> Yikes! Because he's um, oof, he's with the boss's daughter, oh. and evidently um, Macho Man Randy Savage was also Ooh, with yeah. the boss's daughter. Is that what Macho Man was alluding to when he said uh, his cream and his oh coffee? Oh my god! Stop! <laughs> Jeez. Um, but man, Triple H. He definitely, just think about it. I mean, people say he only got to where he got because of the boss's daughter, but dude, he got pushed way before that. Um, His run as the leader of DX was awesome. His matches with The Rock in 98 was awesome. Um, Triple H can just work. He's one of the greatest of all time, in my opinion. Um, Definitely a huge workhorse of the WWE. And he made, he set an example for all the stars. Oh, yeah, today. and especially with his work with NXT, he's shining the light to the future in NXT. Oh, yeah. And we already know that he's going to be the future owner of the business once and it's Vince going McMahon to be a better passes. WWE when Triple H takes over, in my opinion. Once Vince McMahon kicks the Team bucket. Board. But my favorite Triple H moment, oh, man, um, I have to go with two of them. There's two of them that come to my mind. It's obviously okay. when him and DX invaded the uh, the Norfolk Scope when Nitro was running in 98. We're going down to war. Yes, that was incredible. Cross with Dude, the, the, what they, were, the they were able to pull that off absolutely awesome. Like the, I was afraid when I was watching it. I was afraid the cops were going to come and just arrest them. But uh, Road Dog. Uh, going down to the yeah, gate, Billy knocking on the door. Yoo-hoo! Apparently, his brother was working for WCW, and, and he said, "Where's my brother?" <laughs> but and then another moment would be from just last year. Um, it's when they reenacted that, but it's when the NXT invaded SmackDown. Him and Sean and Road Dog was in the forefront of that tank with every one of their soldiers, and like I'm like, yep. this is how you do it. This is a this is like a true like general manager Which backing that their was, guys up. You know what I'm saying? That was that whole thing with um the Saudi yeah, Arabia. I mean, NXT scandal, right? took the whole show over because half the stars was in Saudi Arabia still. I mean, you and had, that was um, one of the best the episodes Miz. of SmackDown since it went on Fox. Honestly. You had uh, the Miz versus Tommaso yep. Champa uh, and Adam Cole impromptu. versus Daniel Bryan happened on that night. Yep, dude, for the IC title. No, it was for the NXT title. Yeah, Adam Cole defended. I the thought NXT it was for the IC belt, and he defended against Seth Rollins uh, on the Raw. So, um, yeah, um, so yeah, and my tri- favorite Triple H match. Oh, this is this is gonna be hard because I could pick so many. But my favorite R- R- Triple H match is possibly one of my favorite matches ever. 
It's him versus Undertaker at WrestleMania 28 in the Venera. Great match. Great, great, match. great storytelling. Phenomenal match. Was Sean with the referee mm-hmm. just added that much? Was so good. Uh, so yeah, that's my favorite Triple H match of all time is him and Undertaker at WrestleMania 28. Raiden, let's go uh, for you. What are we at? Number five. Yes, sir. Number five. Uh, now I know we discussed this earlier, but uh, I actually switched my uh list around because Hunter made put someone on his list that I forgot about. So I, I rotated my <laughs> list around. Uh, number five is going to be Eddie Guerrero. Okay. Latino heat. Latino <laughs> heat. Um, El Dominic. I mean. <laughs> I mean, Eddie. Hey, I'm down on me. What's up, Holmes? Eddie Guerrero is amazing. He's so charismatic. His stuff with China was adorable. It was amazing. His match, his wrestling is just like no one else. Like, he's, he's one of the best wrestlers of all time. I mean. Where the F was Vicky? <laughs> That ladder match, the botch was incredible. Um, obviously, I I was born in the year two thousand, and I I remember one of my earliest memories is buying that SummerSlam on pay per view, and uh, yeah, I mean Dominic, the Dominic ladder match is amazing. Yes, it's stupid. I'm your father, Dominic. It's stupid, but the match is amazing. The storytelling was the good. storytelling. The story was great, dude. Even though it was ridiculous, it was great. Eddie and Ray, Eddie and Ray can turn something stupid into yeah, gold. Yeah, they made Eddie chicken crap in the chicken salad. Honestly, Eddie and Ray was an amazing it. match. My favorite Eddie moment is man when he won the belt. No way out. Oh, dude, so my favorite Eddie moment would have to be either um him winning the belt or him doing the uh, the frog splash on the Ray off the cage. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then my favorite. I mean, so favorite Eddie match. Him and Ray. There's so many. Him and Ray and Dub's Dub was a great. Halloween Havoc 97. That match was incredible. I think uh, Eddie and Ray's match at WrestleMania 21 was not great. Because <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Ray, it's like uh, what Brian Zane said. Ray kept. Trying to hold on to his mask, yeah, touching his mask, make sure it's not coming off, and that's it, just makes it distracting. And, and like Eddie it took and away ben from Wyatt, one night stand 2005, that match wasn't the best. Eddie and who <laughs> we get the we get the joke. Um, darn, um, <laughs> <laughs> match is probably him and Brock at No Way Out, and No yeah. Way Out. I think me and you discussed this. Braden. It was so good. And the buildup was great too. Oh yeah. The buildup was phenomenal. Which it was it was mostly Brock and Goldberg. Well, that's fair. I mean That was basically the buildup. Well, they had their own they had their own little thing going, but Eddie and Brock did have altercations and stuff before. You know. Yeah, but um, they definitely used yeah. that match to They uh, definitely used that match to spring in yeah, for sure. But yeah, they definitely use that match as a pedestal to do uh, Brock and Goldberg. All right. So, Nick, number five for you? Number five, Chris Jericho. Okay. 
The reason why I put Chris Jericho on this list because he's the demo oh god. My god. For one. <laughs> hey, um, nah, Jer- Jericho has actually uh, put a lot of his heart into this business. Going back to the uh, the Lionheart with his matches in Japan, Mexico, mm-hmm. and all around the world, basically. He and Eddie, his stories from Eddie and Benoit. Just listening to Jericho talk is something great. It is. My favorite Jericho moment. That'd be saliva. Ooh, <laughs> a little bit of the bubbly. Oh, God. <laughs> no, that Come was on. funny. That was funny. I'll give him that. It was a meme. my very my it favorite. It became a meme in literally hours. <laughs> and then he lost the AW belt at a Longhorn. <laughs> <laughs> he shouldn't have lost the belt, in my opinion. I know Moxley's the cool new thing, but Jericho should have been the champ. Especially, Jericho was the best AEW champion. Especially with all the pandemic stuff going on, Jericho would have made this title run more entertaining during these crazy times. I'm going to be honest with okay. you. I know it's going to happen. Darby Allen isn't going to win the belt, but MJF will. I think MJF, and MJF will take belt. that belt to greater heights. He will. I definitely agree with that. Um, I don't watch AEW. But yeah. <laughs> My my favorite my favorite moments would either be a little bit of bubbly, um, his his feud with Cena, Cena wasn't even on TV and he made that feud great. <laughs> Have you listened to his work on that? No, I did not. Jericho was the superstar of the year that year. Oh, and he got fired by Stephanie McMahon. Uh huh. And he came back in two thousand nine, had his run with Jericho. Mm-hmm. And that tag team was great. Yes, it was. As we discussed yesterday. Um, his work in AEW has been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, my favorite Jericho match. That's tough. Is, I already know, <laughs> mine. Uh, Chris Jericho versus Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 19. Oh, wow. Yeah, mine, great I, match. mine's other Jericho and Michaels 19. Jericho and Michaels. Ladder match, mercy. No I was going to say the ladder match. That was a too. beautiful ladder match. It uh, was great storytelling in the ladder match. Jericho versus oh, yeah. Benoit in the ladder match, 2001 Royal Rumble. Uh, Jer- and Jericho got actual heat from uh, Sean Michaels. He Myers. did. I mean, he because he actually Michael's punched his wife. He said that he didn't mean to punch her that hard, but he punched her hard. <laughs> he, Sean Jericho, got I mean, he left, a, Jericho, he left a black eye Jericho and Ray had some great matches. Yep. In 2009 for the IC title, I remember those. Those were great. Dude, I always remember uh, Jericho ripping Ray's mask off. And then at Extreme – was it Extreme yeah, Rolls? Extreme Rolls 09. Or the Bash. Belt versus mask. And that was when – um. Ray went into the 619 and uh, Jericho ripped his mask off and Ray had another mask on under it. Yeah, that's the classic Luchador uh, thing. When someone rips their mask off, they have another one on under. (laughs) Yep. But, um, yeah, Chris Chris Jericho was a number four. uh, That was number five, right? No. Yeah. That was Yeah. Number five. Jericho's my number five. So, my number four, um, he's not the greatest worker, but personality-wise, this dude's a firecracker, and I'm going to go with Rowdy Roddy Piper. I know it, I know it, I know it. 
Rowdy uh-huh. Roddy Piper is one of my personal favorites. I love Roddy. He, his promos were amazing. He was a phenomenal heel in the 80s. Um, I know, like I said, he's not the best work. He wasn't the best worker, but dude, he could tell a story in the ring. I mean, dude, can I tell, can I, can I share a, a Piper sure. moment? Yes. Um, Piper on TNA. Oh God. When, when he delivered that promo on Russo. Yes. When he said, Hey Russo, did you write in my cousin Owen's death? Dear Jesus. That was, wild. that promo was awesome. It was. Piper knew how to shoot, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, Piper deserved a lot more than what the business gave him, in my opinion, because he gave more than what the he gave more to the business than the business gave the Piper. Um, oh, yeah. He should have been world champion in the eighties. I remember uh, watching a, a ghost story show, mm-hmm. and Piper talked about uh, his kid. Ran to him and said, "There's someone in the uh, in the living room." Piper ran into the living room and he said that he saw the ghost of Adrian Adonis oh sitting by his oh fireplace. My God. <laughs> and th- dude, that was that was crazy. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds wild. Um, but like, it was just he laid the groundwork of what a heel should be. And, and before you even say it, Adrian, before you even say he got it, stabbed. <laughs> before you even say it, you're. Your favorite Piper match better be him and Brett. If it's not him and Brett, you're insane. Oh, well, hold on, hold on. Uh, no, nah, Hunter's it. favorite match is the boxing match. <laughs> no, no, that, no, 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 no. I don't like that match. Um, wasn't that bad, but Jesus, it wasn't that bad, but it wasn't his best match either. Um. My favorite Piper moment. Uh, Making me some hot chocolate. The perfect moment. The perfect moment is when Piper returned at WrestleMania 19 in the Hogan Vince match. That was that was crazy. And helped Vince. And, yeah, he hated both Vince and Hulk, but he hated Hulk more than Vince, so he clubbed Hogan with the pipe because he he came out. And all the fans are like, oh, he's going to help Hogan. Yep. He didn't really seem too just... interested, though. He just kind of came out like, yeah, let me collect a paycheck. <laughs> WrestleMania 21, Piper Spitz. Oh, uh, with uh, Carlito and Austin. Dear, mm-hmm. that was awesome, too. And Hogan yeah. came out. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, are, are, we think, are we forgetting about uh, freaking uh... – Crap, I forgot his name all and, uh, and and we can't forget about the time he kicked Cindy Lauper in the face. Or the time he removed uh Zach Gowan's leg. Yeah, oh yeah. He did I also remember um that um the Adrian Adonis match at WrestleMania three. Yeah, where 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 Beefcake became Brutus the Barber and, We can't we can't forget about that Roddy Piper ever did for this comp for this business. Sean O'Hare, he man. Did. Sean O'Hare. <laughs> I love Sean O'Hare, dude. I always loved him. A lot of people did. But do you guys remember that fan jumping in the ring at WrestleMania 3? I don't. Uh, I don't remember. He, he was celebrating with Piper. Wow. And um, I, I don't know why. Well, I understand why. Because they, they think that, oh, he's going to hurt Piper. And <laughs> Hey, hey, the Piper turns around. He's like so excited to see him. Um, let's see. 
And my favorite Piper match, like Braden said, it's obviously him and Brett at WrestleMania. Yeah, 8. I mean, there's there's nothing else that can. And and a close mm-hmm. second will be him and Valentine in the dog collar match at Starcade. Yeah, that was brutal. That Brett match. Was... That Brett match. That was Piper's best wrestling match ever. Piper was actually doing wrestling holds and stuff with Bret Hart. But that that, that just shows you Bret Hart can bring the best out of anybody. Um, Worst Piper match is Roddy Roddy Piper versus Hollywood Hogan at Halloween Havoc 97. Oh, no. In the steel cage. cage When Macho Man almost broke his leg. Dear Lord. All right. Jesus, it's hot. (laughs) We're getting into the nitty gritty. Yeah, we're getting into the fine line here. So, nitty Braden, gritty. You're number five, Braden. Number four. Wait, number four. Number four. Oh, Braden, or Hunter, you said it was number five. No, I didn't. It's number four. All right, number four. <laughs> so, uh, I don't care what you guys say, okay? You can say all you want because I'm not going to listen to you. I'm not going to listen to anybody. Tell me who or what to be. Oh, it's Triple H. My time. It's my time. Uh, I hate that song. Um, I love my time. Number four is the game, the cerebral assassin. The king of kings. Eskimo cousins with Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> they both screwed Stephanie McMahon. Hunter oh Hurt Helmsley. I'm, Come on, of, you guys got to sing it with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of cheating because my favorite moment is a whole match. Okay. <laughs> my favorite Triple H moment is him and Cactus Jacket at Royal Rumble 2000 because that solidified Triple H. is not just this, you know, this guy that got with the boss's daughter. is isn't this guy that got everything handed to him because of the click. This was a guy that would fight, would bleed, would get slammed in thumbtacks, get hit with barbed wire. It's a guy that would go, you know, 30 minutes, 40 minutes with Mick Foley and have one of the best hardcore matches of all time because he loved this sport. Uh, and just after, I just remembered my, like, my favorite Triple H moment is after that match when, you know, my time is playing and he's just covered in tacks and his hand is raised and it's like, you just witnessed the crowning. Him holding up the belt. You, yeah. you witnessed the crowning of the star of this generation, like, if you had any doubt before that match about Triple H, they, there's no doubting them after that match. And my favorite Triple H match is uh, Undertaker, WrestleMania 28. Great. Yep. So good. It, even his match with Taker the year before was great, too. I always. I'm going to get heat for that. I thought his uh, match with Taker at 27 was better than the match 28. Well... See, They're the both match amazing. Twenty seven was more brutal, but the but there was the match in twenty seven. They gave the ground story to twenty eight. It did it that did. Taker couldn't walk on his own power. Yeah, but Triple H could, and Taker Triple H match. literally beat him to death almost. Amazing storytelling. It was. I just remember from twenty eight. Sean, you in it or I will. You in it or I will. <laughs> Taker's best match. The only the problem with the twenty eight match is Sean overselled as the referee. I yeah. thought that was great. Some people thought it was too much, and I because, thought it was too. Because Undertaker told Sean, "If you interfere, you're screwed." <laughs> 
Sean super kicked him into a pedigree, and, it and was like Sean the closest near fall ever. And Sean literally he sold that as if Undertaker's gonna get him. Well, that makes sense it was, now. It was amazing. It was Taker's best matches were the Triple H, WrestleMania X Seven. I mean, yeah. that well, was a good match. It was. Oh, that was that was Undertaker's best match up to that point was X Seven. It was. It really was. And then 18, what, he wrestled Ric Flair? Ric Flair. That was a good match, 19. Too. 19 is the most forgettable streak match yeah, ever. Yeah, 19 Even was that a, match was Giant, good. Giant Gonzalez had a better match than Taker, with Taker than the 19 match. I disagree. I mean, there's Big Show and A-Train. I mean, I mean, it wasn't a bad match. It was just very forgettable. It was very forgettable. Really that was the most forgettable match of the card. <laughs> Twenty Kane Kane and Taker had a uh, a good storyline, yeah. but it, the match didn't deliver. Yeah. Twenty one, him and Randy Orton had a phenomenal yeah. match. Twenty two, Mark Henry. Yeah. And, it's just Mark. Twenty three, him and Batista tore the house oh, yeah. down. Twenty four, him and Edge tore the house down. Twenty five, him and Michaels tore the house down. Twenty six, and eh. twenty seven, him and Triple H tore the house down. Twenty eight, him and Triple H tore the house down. Him and Punk uh, at twenty nine tore the house down. Him and Brock at 30. That was the shocking conclusion of it all. Okay, so I guess we can go to a Nick's number four. Yep. My number four. H.B. Shizzle. Shawn Michaels. Braden hates Shawn Michaels. Dude. I can't stand the guy, personally. (laughs) Okay, we want peeled up Shawn Michaels versus Perk Angle. (laughs) Like, he's a He's a good wrestler. He's very good in the ring, but personality. Him personally, he's a d bag. <laughs> just listen to the things that him and Bret Hart had. Because Bret Hart's a good person. He is. And Bret made sure not to hurt anybody in the ring. But if he would hurt Shawn Michaels, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would. And then like Shawn and Shawn would just like. I don't know. I mean, Brett did some questionable things, like did him and Sonny cheat? Maybe, uh, but him and did he have a Brett? Um, did Brett have Brett never did anything wrong to did Sean? Did Brett have a little? It's just Sean. Did Brett have a little bit of an ego? Yeah, but honestly, Brett had the right to. He's the greatest wrestler ever but lived. With the right people who didn't alert. have that ego, like with Steve Austin and Undertaker, he always did business right by those. Because Steve Austin can't wrestle. Hey, that's a diss on stunning stage hey, WCW. Um, um, listen, he could wrestle before the neck sip. injury. He could work before the neck injury. He really could. You guys, I kind of, I kind of screwed up my list. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I kind of screwed it up. What do? I need to take Christian on the list. <laughs> Because I need an open spot. I almost took uh, Sasuke out, or not Sasuke, uh, Hayabusa out, because I left Asuka out, but I didn't want to, like, screw it all up. Maybe we could do a women's list one day. I'm taking, um, yeah, I'm, I'm taking Christian Poor off my Christian. list. I'm moving everyone back a spot <laughs> to make room for the, the three, three goats. Oh, my God. But Shawn Michaels... Well, in that case, since Nick's doing it, I'm taking Hayabusa out, putting him number 11. So, DP stays number 10. Oscar's number 9. There you go. That's it. That's done. Okay. Shawn Michaels had the biggest ego of the Attitude Era. But had one of the – wait. 
Sean really left. Would you say WrestleMania? Would you say WrestleMania twelve? Would you say WrestleMania twelve was Attitude or New Gen? Back New Gen. Honestly, all right. You want to know what started the Attitude era for me? SummerSlam '97, when Sean hit Taker with the chair and cost him the title to Brett. See, I say start of Attitude era is more Survivor Series '97. Well, that's debatable. And some could even say WrestleMania. Yeah, because you had Vince the... McMahon turning into Mr. Yeah, yeah that's when that's, that's when the commentator Vince McMahon turned into the owner, COO. Mr. McMahon. Yeah. So that's true. So really he left when it but as soon as it started at WrestleMania when he lost to Austin. My favorite Shawn Michaels moment would have to be um his uh, retirement uh, speech the night after uh, WrestleMania 26. Okay. Seriously? When he was crying, You're yeah. not going to go with him and uh, Marty Jannetty in the barbershop? <laughs> That's like the most iconic Shawn Michaels moment. Well, th- that was... It's it's bittersweet, the, um, the retirement uh, speech. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But um, the barbershop is what made Shawn Michaels a it star. It did. Especially a single star. Because he was over as a tag guy with Marty, but you could only go so far as a tag guy. Shawn Michaels was a jerk back then. You know, Shawn Michaels got Marty fired on purpose, right? (laughs) He did? Yeah. Marty Marty was on drugs, too, so. Not at at one point, though, because Marty Jannetty, he got Marty fired after the Rumble 94 because Marty was sleeping. And uh, Shawn was mad that Marty sold the wrong arm. <laughs> in their rumble match. So when Marty Jannetty was Sean went to Vince went um Jannetty's drunk, passed out, you know, because he always chews the gum. Um you know, he's drunk, passed out, so they fired him when he was just take taking a nap. Wow. So Mr. Perfect was like, yo, Mr. Perfect was like, No, 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 Sean's lying. That's why uh Jannetty took the belt from uh Sean with a hitting in the corner because Miss Perfect wanted to make sure Sean dropped the belts in Jannetty. Wow. I have uh, two Shawn Michaels okay. matches on my uh, on my favorite match. Um, number one, well, actually, number two, I'll rank them. All right. Number two is him and um, him and Taker at twenty five. Okay. They absolutely tore house down. If you children. Have not seen Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 25, and you have the WWE Network. It's probably on nine ninety nine a month. Please check it's that one out. YouTube. I need but to rewatch it. My favorite Shawn Michaels match of all time: Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart WrestleMania oh, wow. 12. See, I don't like the Iron Man match. I've never. I liked love it. the Iron Man. I think an Iron Man match is the dumbest stipulation ever. I do not want to sit and watch an hour. Long match. But if you can keep the like crowd really... invested, it's amazing. I'll go back and rewatch it. But like an hour? That's like when you guys were telling me about Edge and Orton. You're like, what? <laughs> well, I mean, Taker and Michaels went um, about 45 minutes at 25. But. Hour. Because that's not including the entrances and the announcements. That's like an hour and 15 minute match. <laughs> Jeez. Like, that's long. And, and Sean, Sean coming out, man, at WrestleMania yeah. 12. 
if I had to pick a favorite Shawn match, I know it's it's one of the greatest ladder matches of all time. I got to pick him versus Razor at WrestleMania 10. That match was awesome. And I'm going to say, yeah, Razor Ramon is one of the most underrated workers of all time. In my I love Scott Hall, man. Scott Hall. Yep, we talked about this Scott yesterday. Scott Hall in his right mind could do good in the ring and with with character. But his demons got the best of him. But I'm really hoping that somebody – I'm hoping WWE or somebody is having him coach guys on how to work and stuff because he has such so a business. Like, it's Have you ever – Ever seen uh, Scott Hall versus or Razor Ramon versus Bret Hart from the Royal Rumble '93? Amazing match, fantastic, amazing match. match. I watched that last night. I rewatched it last that was, night. That's like actually. Razor's best match. That match was incredible. Mm-hmm. The finish is great because Bret can work with broomstick. They really can. But, Brett can, but I don't like you got the, him and like, Scott Hall. I don't like the Rick Flair said that uh, Shawn Michaels worked with a ladder. No, he worked with Scott Hall, son. <laughs> like he was Rick, Rick Flair's Rick overrated. Flair Rick Flair, Flair is overrated. Like Ramon. He doesn't like Scott Hall for some reason. Even though right, he's just Hunter. as bad as an alcoholic as whatever. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. What are we at? Number three. Number three. My number Hunter. three. Ooh, dang, this is tough. Um. I gotta go. God, I have to go with AJ. AJ's higher on my list because Dang. AJ Undertaker said it best about AJ in the Last Ride documentary. AJ is if Shawn Michaels was wrestling today. AJ is the closest thing that Shawn Michaels will ever have in wrestling. AJ is better than Shawn Michaels. <laughs> what? And a lot of a lot of people's like, oh. Dolph Ziggler, oh, which Dolph, not taking away, Ziggler. not taking away for Dolph Ziggler, mm-hmm. not taking anything away from Dolph Ziggler. He's never going to be a Shawn Michaels. Right, though. he's more of a Kurt Henning with his selling, but um, and a lot of people are like, um, oh, Seth Rollins. No, no. AJ, I don't like Seth Rollins. AJ, I don't like Seth Rollins at I all. Either. I love. I like Seth his Rollins. character, but he's he's not like the greatest worker in the world. I I really don't like. I think Seth Rollins is the most uh, uh, overrated star in the last five years. Oof. Seth Rollins is dope. But like like Nick and Braden said, AJ's work in TNA was phenomenal. His WWE run, it was good like the first two years, and it. I mean, he still has his place. But he's the Intercontinental Champion yeah, he's right the now. IC champ. Him and Riddle will kill it at SummerSlam. I'm sure. Um, Bruh. Um, Bruh. But, um, you know, it's just – and like like I said, he had the match of WrestleMania weekend with Undertaker. Um, but my favorite AJ match – ooh, um, I'm not going to go with the Cena one. I would have to say it's either the triple threat from Unbreakable or I'm going to have to um, – I'm going to have to go with him and Brock at Survivor Series 2017. Should have been Brock and Gender, but okay. <laughs> Could you imagine if Brock and Gender fought one on one? That'd be a squash. <laughs> it should have been. It should have been Brock and Gender, man. Gender was such an uh, underrated world he champion. Was. You're right. You're right. Gender was cool. I do love gender as champ. We should review that on, on this, but um <laughs> gender's WWE championship. Yes, we should. Yeah. 
I'm all for it. Like, it was laughable at first. But and then, then it the got Singh brothers came. And it was actually pretty yeah, good. Yeah, Jinder was a really, really good world he champion. He was. And it showed that they should give more chances to guys because, you know, they might run run with it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm going to let uh, Braden go with his number three. Well, Hunter, this is thanks to you because you mentioned a guy that I didn't have in my top ten. I totally forgot. <laughs> That's why I bumped Eddie Guerrero all the way from number three to number five. Okay. Because I had to make room. For the beast in Carnage. Brock He's one of the greatest of all time. He is a collegiate champion. He played football for like a cup of coffee. Um, UFC. UFC <laughs> world champion. Uh, he Very has... underrated UFC fighter, if I might add. <laughs> Brock Lesnar was an awesome fighter. And you good. can't take away from him. He lost to Frank Mir. But he came back and kicked Frank Mir's butt. <laughs> oh, yeah, nah. And think he did this with uh, diverticulitis, too. Dude, yeah, he yeah. tapped out to uh, to Frank Mir, and then he had another fight with Frank Mir and knocked him out. Think half the guys on Brock the US roster such a good... been able to do that with diverticulitis, but Brock went in there and kicked butt. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, Brock's fantastic. He is hilarious. Like, at first, I really – I was so ticked off when he won the Money in the Bank. He wasn't even in the match. It could have been the greatest ladder match of all time. You had guys like Andrade in there. And you got Beast Fox. And Mustafa. And Brock came in last minute and won it. And I was so mad. I was like, you know what? I'm never watching WWE. <laughs> but then Brock was the most entertaining briefcase holder ever. He, he came had his out own with custom it. beatbox briefcase. Yeah, he came out with it dancing. Like, he was amazing. He's... Brock he's, Party. Brock Party is... He was so entertaining. He's... He doesn't... Is he the best on the mic? No, but he doesn't have to be... But when he talks, it's serious, and you, and you... And people enjoy it. Yeah, Brock on the mic's actually pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's I not know, his best promo was when him, Roman, uh, Samoa Joe, and Strowman were all talking about their match at SummerSlam. And they were just going at at each other, which obviously Joe. Oh, I think Joe was the star of that promo. But I think Brock's best promo is that one that he filmed before uh, Extreme Rules 2012 yeah, against Cena. Yeah, where he was like, "I don't care. I will kill Here's someone my, if I have to." My favorite Brock moment. I don't know. There's so many. I can't pick a favorite Brock match because okay, you got him and Joe. Great balls of fire. One of the most underrated pay per views ever. Him and Taker, No Mercy, 2002. Him and Taker, Hell in a Cell, 2015. Both incredible matches. Yeah. It's like, incredible matches. Kurt, dear Lord. Him and Kurt and the Iron Man match is one of the best That's matches. That's your favorite Iron Man match. That is my favorite Iron Man match. Brock and um, Eddie. Brock and Eddie. You had Brock versus uh, Balor at Rumble was great. That Brock was a good match. Was. Very underrated match. Brock and Daniel Bryan. Brock and Daniel Bryan was Brock and AJ. Brock and AJ. Brock and Cena. uh, Extreme Rules. I mean, Brock and uh, Brock and uh, freaking Triple H. Triple H. The four way at SummerSlam 2017. Brock, Samoa Joe, Roman Reigns, and Braun Strowman was really good too. Guys, we're forgetting Royal Rumble 2015. 
Brock Lesnar, Seth oh, Rollins, that was a good oh, yeah. one too. Triple that was threat. a great match. That was a really great one. But like, I guess if I had to pick one Brock, Le- like my favorite Brock Lesnar match, it would have to be him and Taker, No Mercy, two thousand two in the cell. Incredible. I love that, was that match. A bloodbath. My favorite Brock moment. Taker was gushing. <laughs> I guess my favorite Brock moment would have to be uh, him destroying the car and throwing the car door in the crowd. <laughs> into the crowd in the audience. Like he flung that like that was like a, a plastic plate or something. Like it was a frisbee. <laughs> like that was crazy. All right, Nicholas, you're uh, number three. I have another change. <laughs> oh gosh. We'll have to finalize our list at the end. Um <laughs> Yeah, at the end we're gonna finalize the list. We're gonna I, I have to kick Edge off my list. I'm sorry about <laughs> dude. Thank God. <laughs> Cause my number three is The Undertaker. Oh, okay. And The Undertaker has always been in my heart. He has mine too. In my heart. Which um Undertaker. Hey every era, new gen. Attitude, ruthless aggression, even the PG era. Undertaker's always had a great match in all four. You're eras. right. Undertaker has paved the way for workers like John Cena, mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio, Jinder Mahal. <laughs> Gen- yeah, Jinder Mahal. Gender. He made Kane a star. He, he, a star. he took a Big star. Show under he his wing. He made McFoley a star. He made Shawn Michaels yep. a star. Okay, I do have to give Undertaker credit to this. Him and Mick Foley were the first two competitors to ever use a light tube in a wrestling match. So, <laughs> at the Boiler Room Brawl, man. Boiler Room Brawl. I gotta give um, Taker credit for that. He paves. He does. He is an innovator. He is the innovator of deathmatch wrestling. <laughs> he <laughs> Undertaker created deathmatch wrestling. <laughs> the Undertaker and Bret Hart made Stone Cold Steve Austin yep. a star. Undertaker made Undertaker Brock borderline a star. made Brock yeah, a star. He made Brock a star. He made Brock Lesnar a star. He made Randy Orton yeah. a star. He made Randy Orton. Believable. He made Batista a star too, in my opinion. I mean, he did. people say Triple H did too, but I think Undertaker sealed the deal. I, I think Batista and Triple H definitely. That Hell in a Cell match was a very underrated Cell match. Undertaker made Jeff Hardy oh, yes, a star. Dude. Oh yeah. No, Taker no made a lot of guys. He did not have enough Undertaker's guys. made a lot of guys that and he we made, love he stars. Even like back, look back. He made uh, Yokozuna. Um, yeah, I mean he like he did a lot, um, a lot more than people realize. Undertaker made Psycho Sid a <laughs> yeah. star. You're right. My favorite Undertaker moment. It's hard. It's so hard. It's very hard. But, um, dang, man. It would, uh, it would probably have to be the, uh, the WrestleMania 27 stare down uh-huh, on Triple yeah, H. That was great. In the ring. My favorite Undertaker match is, well, I mean, I gotta go with you guys. WrestleMania 28. <laughs> yeah. It was so, so good. Mm-hmm. And um, didn't you just say you like the twenty seven match more? I do like the twenty seven match, but the the twenty eight match just dude, it had the story, story had the story. Um, I I've realized I'm gonna have to kick someone <laughs> else. Oh my god, we're gonna have to finalize this <laughs> because 
All right. Because I actually think I should kick Christian off my list, too. <laughs> because, I mean, the next... Poor... The next... Because uh, we're... We're in the you top guys are going to be awesome. Uh, we're in the top two. So here's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to replace Christian with Mick Foley. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Big Show. Okay. <laughs> big Show is my honorable. honorable well, I'm gonna do mention. honorable mentions too. So um, Mick Foley will take the place but, of Christian, but my number two is the American Dragon, Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan. Oh wow. I thought you. I'm. The, I was thinking. I was like, "Dragon, Ricky the Dragon <laughs> Steamboat." <laughs> I love Ricky Steamboat, but dude, Daniel Bryan. Dude, everybody says AJ's the best in the world, but I think Daniel Bryan is the best in the world. I really do. Think about it. Even with all but, his concussions and stuff, he still works the same way, and it's crazy. What I'm gonna have to do is I'm gonna have to. Uh, Put the Undertaker at four. <laughs> I'm going to put Triple H at three. Okay. My favorite Triple H moment. <laughs> Man, that that's really tough. It, it's got to be what Braden said. What his match at the Royal Rumble that made the him star. a star and made him believable and made him like right. likable. You're right. Because people didn't. Think Triple H can make it in no, the business. You're right. And my favorite Triple H match is the same as Taker. Okay. WrestleMania 28. So. Actually, wait. I'll put the WrestleMania 27 <laughs> for Triple H since he walked out on his own okay. power. I'll put Taker's as true. Uh, okay, right. Hunter. Hunter so I'm going to talk about Daniel Bryan. Daniel so, Bryan. I don't know if you guys agree with me or not, but I believe that Daniel Bryan is the best in the world going today. I mean... Um, see... Yeah, I mean... Just think... AJ Styles' nah. is work still wrestling. Yeah. Nakamura is still on the run. No, so, no, we don't talk uh, about Nakamura. He's trained. Blake Christian is tearing it up on the end. Randy Orton. <laughs> yeah, Randy Orton. Randy Orton's probably the best thing WWE You're has right. Before. Yeah, that's 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 up there. But and if Randy Orton doesn't win the WWE Championship at SummerSlam, I'm gonna be very really? disappointed. I want Drew to keep the belt. I'm gonna be very dude. disappointed. You've got no. Dominic Dijakovic on NXT, so I don't see what I'm wanting to happen. Is what my brother okay. said. I want Randy to take the belt off Drew at SummerSlam. Okay. I want him to write Drew off with a punt. Okay. I want the fans to come back next year. I want Drew to come back as a surprise entry in the Royal Rumble, win the Royal Rumble with fans. Again, yeah, back to back. And I want Drew to go to WrestleMania and beat Randy Orton in front of the fans because he's match. That that does not need to happen. (laughs) Drew McIntyre has busted his butt and sacrificed so much stuff to this he business already not to get his moment. Time. He really did. Not to get his moment, dude. Yeah. It sucks. It really does. I, I, I feel bad I for Drew. Because, dude, the the fans went crazy at the rum. When he won the yeah, rumble. it was insane. Did you see those fans in that bar in Glasgow? Yes. It's gone. Yeah. Imagine those fans if he won the belt. Could I mean, you imagine if he beat Brock? People. 
WrestleMania. Like, stupid Corona. I definitely man. could. Stupid Corona. But, um, but we're going to talk about Daniel Bryan. Um, yes. He is one of the best things that he's one of the best workers WWE's got. He's in the top. But no, go, go, go. We're going to uh, talk about Hunter Daniel Bryan. Technical difficulties. Uh, like, <laughs> sorry, I got sidetracked. Um, good grief. Um, he is one of the top five workers in the company, in my opinion. Um, especially on the main roster or well, Raw and SmackDown. Which I don't know if you consider NXT a main roster now. I kinda do. Um but I mean his run from like the beginning of his WWE run, it was I mean, he's had great matches. And his Ring of Honor stuff is just of legend, you know? Like his it, it's legendary. His match with Nigel McGuinness, Samoa Joe, uh, Cage of Death. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was in a Cage of Death match. Well, against Brent CZW, um, where he turned heel. Yeah, he turned heel, right? Um, but Daniel Bryan will go down as one of the greatest of all time, in my opinion. When he finally retires, uh, when he re- retires eventually, uh, my favorite Daniel Bryan moment has to obviously be when he—I got to go with either when he won the title at Mania, or when he turned heel last year. I love his heel run. His heel run was great. Nah. You nah. don't like it? I thought nope. it was great. Think about it. Dang, I don't. I don't Kofi think he's Kingston a star. Nah, Kofi made his own self. So Daniel a star. Bryan put him over at Mania. It wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for Daniel Bryan putting him over. Daniel could said, "No, nah, I'm not putting um, Kofi Kingston over." I think that that uh, face run in 2014, nothing can beat that. Yeah. I think that's. I think that's the best face run that they've ever done. I definitely ever. have to agree. Um, but my favorite Daniel Bryan match, it's a, it's obviously, it has to be one of his matches with McGinnis and Ring of Honor. Those matches were so good. But if I had to pick a WWE match, it would have to either be his match against CM Punk over the limit. I was there, by the way. He was there. I got to witness he that. Was there. Match was incredible. He was there. Um, or I have to, um, gosh. It's tough. And I was there when he won the title at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania 32. Um, very, very sad WrestleMania. I was there. At WrestleMania 30 was awesome, too. I was there when he returned. I was there live. Yeah. yeah. Brayden was at WrestleMania 32. I was, I was there for his big moment. Me and Brayden was there for both big moments. Yeah. Yeah. When he won the belt, when he returned. And then you Two witnessed Undertaker's streak and Brayden witnessed Oscar's streak. Man, yeah, I was we so, both witnessed streets I was getting broken. So furious, so furious. I remember, I remember this little kid. He was sitting like he was sitting a couple seats uh, away from us, mm-hmm. and he was talking to this other kid. He was like, "I came here to watch uh, Undertaker uh, beat Brock Lesnar." <laughs> and, uh, I think, I think he was, um, he was autistic, or he, he was, uh, he had Down syndrome or something like that. Uh-huh. He had a, he had an illness, but um, um. When when Taker lost, he was like, "No, no." <laughs> I was more upset like, over Oscar because when Taker, oh I, I, I bet I bet on Taker or I bet on Brock. I mean, like I, I bet five bucks that Brock won. Yeah, I actually I actually went in there. I had a twenty two or a twenty one on one side. Wow, 
I was holding it up at the end. Dang. I knew Brock was going to win, so I was fine. But I man, knew Brock was going to win, too. And then, well, For obviously Oscar I forgot lose, about Daniel Bryan Oscar and Brock, losing too. clean was so stupid. That was the dumb. Who's Charlotte Flair? That was dumb. I hate Charlotte. I despise her because she's the female She's the female version of Shawn Michaels. She is so oh needy God. and greedy and so selfish and doesn't care about anyone but herself. She, oh didn't, she didn't drop the belt to Io Shirai. Freaking uh, Rhea Ripley, Ripley did. is the one that took the pin because Charlotte couldn't lose. I'm glad she got injured, okay? Like, uh, <laughs> people were going to think she got injured, did she? Yes, yeah, she got injured. She's out for like six months. Good. Good. <laughs> like, it's now we'll get Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. It's not that I'm necessarily glad she got hurt. I'm glad that she's not going to be on TV for a while because they need to give opportunities to other women that deserve it. Charlotte they has gotten everything Jax. handed. To how her. many? How many titles has Charlotte held? Like nine. I mean, I mean, she's the first one. It's more than nine. Becky, Becky, and Ronda could have main evented WrestleMania, but no. But Charlotte had they to be had to throw Charlotte in there. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. If they wanted a women's triple threat at the main event WrestleMania, it would have been the uh, Sasha, ba- uh, Becky, and Charlotte match. That should have main event of Mania. Eh, Sasha's not that good. Um, that was the match to main event Mania, though. It would have been better than Roman and Triple H. Oh, oh you're talking about WrestleMania 32. Right, okay. What, not, what other time did they do a triple threat? I don't threat? remember. I don't remember WrestleMania 32. I, I tried to put that in the back like of a... my mind. If they wanted the main event, if they wanted women the main event WrestleMania, it should have been that. I mean, they had a new belt coming. The Divas Championship was going. I away. forgot what we were even talking about. <laughs> I was trying to talk about Daniel Bryan. Let's lead into Charlotte Flair. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, we should save the Charlotte topic for another episode. We should just do a whole episode of shading on Charlotte Flair. <laughs> Charlotte debate. Oh God. Um, but I, the ballad of Charlotte Flair. But yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, Daniel Bryan's my number two. Um, I guess that's Braden's turn now. Okay, my number two. <laughs> oh, and- it is the Rocket. Owen Hart. Okay. It's Owen. It's Owen. He, Owen and Brett, like, they're always, I'm always back and forth on which one's my favorite. Yes, spoiler alert. But I'm always <laughs> like, my number one's always Brett or Owen. Brett or Owen. Like, Owen's a better promo. Oh, definitely. Owen, Owen had Brett couldn't talk, but Brett was the greatest technician of all Owen time. Owen is a Better, like, he could better personality. Um, he Owen innovated so much. Like, uh, you you wouldn't see anyone doing a suicide dive if it weren't for Owen and Brett or moonsaults. Right. They were the ones doing hurricane runners and moonsaults and backflips and cool variations of like, uh, you know, a, a dragon leg screw or something like that, or you know, like an arm drag. See. Taker at the time, he was just doing like big boot choke slam, and then after they wrestled like during the Attitude Era, um, and Taker started on the old school, right. jumping off the top rope, suicide dives. Taker really, learned. yeah. Taker, take, Taker said Brett uh, really brought something out of him that 
because he was known as that monster character that only did the monster moves, but Brett really t- show, helped him show that he could work. So, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, my favorite Owen moment? Oh, there's so many. Oh, man. Gosh. Uh, uh, it's either Survivor Series, 93. King of the Ring, man. Or... King of the Ring, 94? It's either... It's either Survivor Series 93 or Royal Rumble 94 where he actually turned on Brett. On Brett, dude, that was great. With uh, Brett getting hurt. Yeah. Yep. And, and that's why, Owen just sick of him. And that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Owen match? Oh, man. It's either him and Davey Boy in the finals of the European Championship Tournament. Oh, that was great. Owen versus Triple H at WrestleMania 14. (laughs) (laughs) Or, I mean, it's got to be him and Brett in the cage match. His match with Brett at WrestleMania 10 is one of my favorite matches ever. I think the cage match is better in WrestleMania I do. But Brett WrestleMania 10 was one of the greatest WrestleMania openers of all time. I'll tell you like, what, it wasn't as good as... Until we got Big Show and John I'll Cena. I'll tell you what, <laughs> it may have been a great opener, but it was nowhere near as good as the uh, Macho Man and Slam. Crush. Oh, shut up, <laughs> False count anywhere. Oh, <laughs> uh, that match is horrible. I really, I enjoyed that match. Um, that's one I used to watch that players? match all the time. Is that it's one of your guilty, guilty pleasures? pleasures? It's a guilty pleasure for sure. Um, and then, and then you can't, you can't uh, forget um, Bam Bam Bigelow and his squeeze Luna Vachon versus Doink and Dean. I love Bam Bam Meg, man. Definitely an honorable mention. Um, and then you got like, uh, crap. What was I saying? Dang, man, you forget. But, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. OSW. You were talking about the cage OSW match. OSW said they didn't like the cage match at all. They said they didn't like it, and I was like, what? So I want to go back and watch it, but I love the cage match. From my memory, that's one, the best cage match of all time. One of the best world title matches oh, of all yeah. time. Yeah, that's my number two. Owen should have won. Take it away, Nick. Number two. Man, it's a, it's a guy that I've been watching my, my whole life. A guy that I've respected my whole life. I may have not liked him when I was in in my tweens. <laughs> Is but, it Cena? Jesus, you got to respect him. It's John Cena. Okay. Wow. John Cena. Well, he didn't really pay the way, but he's really helped workers out. He has. He's put over. He's put over talent like AJ. Yeah, but John's. Uh, there was a time where John Cena was like very selfish, and he was very selfish. Um. Yeah, and I Nexus, understand that. Nexus. Nexus. Yeah, Nexus should have went over Bray. there. Rusev. He should have put Bray Wyatt over at Mania. Don't at me. Which, but, if he had put Bray over, we wouldn't have got what we got That's this year. That's true. That's true. It kind of made up for it in a way, because, dude, the Fiend's yeah. one of the, I would say the Fiend's one of the best things on WWE right now. Okay, we were rudely interrupted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So, I guess we'll do our honorable mentions. Now, well, did Nick pick a favorite moment oh, match? Wait, Nick didn't do his number two. He did John Cena. Cena. Oh, it's John. But Cena. I never John got. Cena didn't get to pick his moment. Yeah, you're yeah. right. My favorite John Cena moment. Dang man, yeah, 
favorite John Cena moment is the open challenge. Yes. Okay. All right. I agree. The, the open challenge. Any any open challenge. They were all great. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite John Cena was the open challenge. Favorite John Cena match. John Cena versus CM Punk Money in the Bank 2011. Oh, that was great. That Honestly, was great. I like their Night of Champions match a little bit more. That was a great match. Mm-hmm. Their raw I like match the finish. Was, their Raw match was phenomenal, too. When they pulled out the pile driver, like, dude. When that was banned? <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's such good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. All right. So let's go for honorable mentions. I'll start with mine, right? The Marcus Corvon. <laughs> I, all right, no, Marcus Corvon's not going to be in my arm. Great. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> so, my honorable mentions are Shawn Michaels. I mean, a lot of people really do like Shawn Michaels, and I do too, but he's not my favorite of all time, personally. Um, I can't deny his work. I can't deny what he did for the business, good or bad. Um, he was just great. In the ring, and especially, I love his. I love his second run better. Well, when he found Jesus, uh, when he returned, yeah, when he found Jesus, that's that's the best way to put it. Um, none of us mentioned Kurt Angle. I want to put Kurt Angle in honorable mentions. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not doing anything else on my list. I didn't screw it up enough. <laughs> These lists horribly. We should yep. have done more research. Um, we should have really fought this through. Um, but you know, we're just doing it. I didn't screw mine up as much as Nick. Listen, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, okay? I tried. Because um, I just forgot about Brock Lesnar, so I moved high moves see, off. We should have just talked about Marcus Corbin for episode one, got it over with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> uh, was literally a mark of Marcus Corbin. Hey, you don't blame me, man. It's Marcus Corvon. Um, but, uh, you know, Kurt Angle's one of the greatest Matt technicians of all time. Phenomenal character. Phenomenal in, on the microphone. Uh, he was one of the greatest transitional guys to come from another sport to professional wrestling. Um his matches are just incredible as TNA run was awesome. Uh, just, you can't go wrong with Kurt angle. Um, I'm going to go for a, a, I'm going to list five, right? Five honorable mentions. I'm at two. So another one would be, um, I think I got to go with, I got to go Jericho. I love Jericho's AEW heel run. Um, I love his. Um, I loved his 2008 heel run. Uh, it was great. Uh, so much that Jericho did. Great. You just can't go wrong with it. Uh, his matches are just yeehaw. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh man. What were we talking about, Kurt Angle? Still. No, I'm on Jericho now. Um, Jesus, how many honorable mentions do you have? I only have five. This five? Yeah. I thought we were only doing one. 
Oh, well. Now, I was going to do a couple. Well, all right. Jericho's my last one. Screw it. Um, okay, so, well, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and talk about mine like Hunter did. I'm just going to list them off. Uh, Mike Awesome. Okay. He's Mike Awesome, man. Uh, Kurt Angle. Yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, <laughs> Shinsuke, yeah. John Gargano and Rick Rude. Another one of mine would be Ricky Steamboat and Tommaso Ciampa. I just have one because I'm not listening a bunch. Mine's Kurt Angle. <laughs> All right, Hunter, you're number right. one. My number one is The Undertaker. The Undertaker. Undertaker is by far one of the greatest professional wrestlers to ever grace professional wrestling. Right, no one. I want to hear the argument here. Um, Undertaker has done a lot for the business. Uh, he's put a lot of guys over, as we talked about earlier. Um, again, again, look, Nick. he knew how to. He knew how to beat himself, and that's not something a lot of guys know how to do. Dude, Chris Jericho's I mean, wife is hot. What? <laughs> well, anyways, Nick, Jericho's um, wife's hot. It's like, not what? that. It's not that. See, I respect Taker. Okay, I do, but I just don't think he's good. He's boring to me. Uh, that's that's that's. I disagree. With Dong. Him, I disagree with him being boring. There's no way. I mean. He knew how to work, dude. His matches are great. Not all of them are great. I'll agree with that. He you has one great, great match, match a year. when you're with A Train. Because um, he only works one match a year. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm just, but those I'm one not, matches a year were I'm not incredible. He, I'm not saying he sucks or anything. I just don't really like his style. Oh, he's too okay. slow. That's now, fair. yes, Triple H is slow, but he's got a very believable. Uh, arsenal moves and the pedigree's dope, the spine buster's dope. Now, I will admit, my favorite power bomb of all time is Undertaker's last ride. That's great, it's great, dude. But just not a big Undertaker fan. Continue, all right, that's that's fine. Um, I would say my favorite Undertaker moment it has to be one of my favorite moments is when he rose his hand up from the grave at In Your House Buried Alive. That's cool. That was a cool moment. Mm-hmm. I love his. I love when him and Triple H stood face to face at Mania twenty seven, before well, Raw to challenge each other to WrestleMania twenty seven. Um, and my favorite match, since I said it for Triple H, I'm not going to say it again for WrestleMania twenty eight. So I'm going to go Undertaker versus Mankind at King of the Ring. See, if I had an alternate choice, it would be um. No Way Out 2006, Kurt Angle versus Undertaker. Okay, yeah, that was a good one, too. That was a great match. But just think, that match was incredibly, like, an incredible spectacle. Um, Mick falling off the cage is something you'll never see again. That's a once-in-a-lifetime moment. And it's it's, it's just phenomenal. I mean, you can't go Triple wrong H, with it. Triple H and uh, Foley was a better... It was a better match. Yeah, but 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 Taker Taker and uh, Foley had more moments. It did. I mean, like the only real moment you had in uh, the No Way Out match is when he's the backdrop through the cell and through the ring. Hey, Taker, take 
a better match. That's fair. But okay. That match was a spectacle. Um, oh, yeah. It's a car crash. It was great. And the fact that Mick Foley kept getting up was incredible. Like, he, everybody thought he was dead. No? Um, but, yeah, that would be my uh, – that, that's my number one. Undertaker's my number one. We'll have to go back down and finalize our list because we botched it so much. Um, so Guys, know, can we talk about why the, the unrivaled figures – Packaging looks just like the classic superstars packaging. It does. We're getting off track here. Brady, go home. Really are. Two. Uh my number one, you mean. Number one. Oh my god. This is one. Undertaker number two or your number one? My number one. This, number this, one. this podcast okay. is a car crash. Um <laughs> my number one's Bret Hart. Why? Because he's Bret Hart. Any other reasons? He's Bret freaking Hart. Favorite match? Pick one. I don't care. It's Bret Hart. But if I had to pick one, him and Austin. What's my favorite moment? It's Bret Hart. Anything he does, he's Bret Hart. There. That's my argument. That's my number one. <laughs> All it's right, Bret Hart. Take it away. My number one is Bret Hart. Why? Because <laughs> Bret Hart is. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but actually, um, um, Growing up more, I'm, I didn't really discover Brett, but which my brother talked about him a lot, and I watched tapes with him. I've discovered a lot of people are like that. Because um, I, I really started watching Brett matches when I was around maybe 15. And Brett the Hitman Hart, he could put on a clinic with anybody. Brett could literally lock a sharpshooter in on a broomstick, dude. Really and good. it would be great. Because, I mean, Bret Hart carried the British Bulldog through SummerSlam 1992 because the British Bulldog was on something. Oh, he was off his rocker. And he said, Bret said it. And my favorite Bret moment would have to be the screwjob, because why not? And uh, my favorite Bret match is, I'm not going to say the same as Sean. So I will go with uh, the cage match with Owen at SummerSlam. Okay. All right. So uh, I guess we can finalize our list now. My number 10 was uh, Cena. My number nine was Randy. My number eight was Brock. My number seven is Mick Foley. My number six is AJ. My number five is. Uh, I thought you had AJ higher than that. Like number three. I thought it was like four or three. I think it was. I thought it was like. I think it was it was uh three. I thought it was three. Three was AJ, four was Piper, five was um God. I can't even remember. <laughs> um, See, I wrote all this down because I'm prepared. <laughs> Braden's the most prepared. Um uh, God. I forgot. I really did. It okay. Well, for for me, for Deathmatch Melter's list, you got <laughs> number ten DDP, Oscar at number nine, Randy Orton at number eight, uh, Macho Man at number seven, AJ at number six, Eddie at five, Triple H at number four, Brock Lesnar at number three, Owen at two, and Brett at one. I just remember Triple H is my number five. I, I just remembered that now. Thank you for that. <laughs> so, 
Bragg, uh, Nick, what was your list, if you remember? Uh, I remember bits and pieces of it because I took a few guys out. Um, I know I had Macho Man at 10. Okay. Uh, Randy Orton at 9. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was 8? <laughs> this is Y'all the part write this stuff down. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brad. I know I had AJ at 6. Mm-hmm. I had AJ at 6. I forget who I had at 5. Marcus Triple H. Uh, or no, not Triple H 4. Uh, Undertaker 4. Um, Triple H 3. Uh, John Cena, or no, yeah, John Cena 2, Bret Hart 1. Okay. Honorable mention, Kurt Angle. All right. Chris Jericho. Yeah, Chris Jericho was number five. Yeah. I can't remember uh, number seven. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is great. (laughs) All right. Guess that's it. I guess it's a wrap. Okay, well, uh, so this will be dropped Saturday, correct? Yeah. Correct. Yes. Yep. And then Monday we will be back with reviews of this week's wrestling shows. Mm-hmm. We're here. We'll uh, be reviewing AEW Dynamite. We're all going to watch the shows, but, you know, Nick. Nick specializes Nick the, in AEW. Yes. <laughs> Nick is the big. Nick is the AEW mark. Hunter is the NXT mark. Yes, I'm sir. Impact Mark, and then we're gonna all commit genocide by watching uh, Raw and SmackDown, um, <laughs> and we'll review. That and I believe Monday we should go over our favorite Jax figures. Yes, that'll be. We'll do it. Let's do it. Monday be our favorite okay. Jax figures. Yep, and right. then we'll, well review uh, the shows. So yeah, so Monday half the show will be reviewing the weekly wrestling shows uh mm-hmm. impact nxt aew all that um and then i will probably also have a review of king of the death matches up okay um if you're interested in death matches or i might do my own episode for that so uh you know we'll see all right i guess that's a wrap and then we'll we... review our uh favorite jacks figures monday yep. all right as a wrap and remember ladies and gentlemen that is why i kicked your leg out of your leg. Have a good one. Stay golden. Yes, sir. Let's go.